Beyond. 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 Beyond as well. Beyond. Yes, Welcome. Beyond. Yes, shut up. That word. Shut up. You shut up. Go to hell. I, maybe I will, but I don't need your help getting there. Eat some <laughs> Moron. I, I've been doing that all day long. Uh, do I already well, have one done? Yeah, you gotta write that swear word down. Anyway, welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 452. I'm Max Scoville, joined by Alana Pierce. Hey, what's up? Brian Altano. Brat, brat. And Marty Sleva. Greets. Uh, this is a very special episode because they all are very special, like snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Each one has been different, except That's for funny. that time we uploaded the wrong one by accident, probably. Yeah, I had I our know, last week. We uploaded the audio, and it was only ten minutes long. Yeah, that's, that, was that was not special. That was, that was an actual an also. A lot of people have been noticing, so the videos are now uncensored. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but I'm still right down swears because the audio is censored. So if you have the fragile ears, that's yeah, fine. you can listen is to that. The video if you listen with children, only on the YouTube channel, or is that also on IG? Oh, it's been both. I'm just pushing that. Let's all see right. how far that one goes. Cool. No well, one's yet, uh, so whatever. I'll probably get yelled at next that's week. That's good stuff. We're all going to comment about it. We're all going to Comic Con tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so we're going to be down in uh, San Daliago, the finest of towns. Sindago, they call yeah. it. I actually haven't been to San Diego, and I'm very excited. Really? It's going to yeah. be warm. Yeah. Yes. Sandalman's Egos. So, like, <laughs> was that a response to it? A gentleman's sandbar of island towns. So the biggest lie about California and moving to California is that uh, you can swim or go yep. to any beach and not be cold. So uh, Marty and I were at a beach you can on, swim. Yeah, it was in very a, cold. In a, a, a wetsuit, yeah. into a shark's mouth. Yeah, yes. that's what we went to the Ocean Beach be, on Saturday, and yeah. I was like, oh, this it is... It was to freezing. Go, yeah. To go swimming in California, or at least northern California, you need uh, you need a wetsuit, and you need just a harpoon pe- peyote. And yeah. just, you need to get in that ocean. Yeah. And but that's the thing, is northern California is ostensibly a different state than yeah. southern California. So yeah. L.A. and San Diego, very warm. Even L.A. beaches are pretty cold, though, because it's so windy. Great. That's all true. Right. It's probably well, not all of them, but anyway, yeah. I'm very Classic excited to go. Yes, yeah, yeah we'll be doing all sorts of stuff. We have our uh, live show Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're all going to be doing stuff. A lot of doing access. Yeah. We're going to be doing a bunch doing of good stuff. Fun video. If you're down there and you see us, say hello. So yeah, yeah. Say rap, rap, rap. Say you were Alana's on a panel. Yeah, from six to seven on Thursday. It's an IGN panel with a bunch of entertainment folks. And then I'm hosting, I'm moderating a Final Fantasy panel. That's right. I was going to say so Comic Con or at least San Diego Comic Con for games is kind of like. Hit or miss. It's not E3. It's not PSX. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a PAX. Sometimes it's Comic Con for comics isn't even yeah. Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I mean this is the show. Like the big things of the show are like we're gonna get maybe Miss Marvel casting and stuff it's like that. Movies, so. right? really? yeah, it's, it's movies, right? Yeah, it's movies. It's become movies. Well, yeah. maybe too. It's accurate to say it's Marvel and DC. Not Marvel anymore. I mean, no, it, Marvel, it, Marvel's M- there, M- but they're, they're less. They're less there because yeah, they've got the twenty three. But point being, it's just kind of it's it is a pop culture Coachella. Yeah. yeah, but we'll have cool stuff. We'll have uh, games-wise, we'll have stuff on Batman or Telltale's Batman game. We'll yeah. have Injustice Two. Um, a bunch of them are coming on our live show too. Yeah, I so bet you we're going to cool. see a bunch of new uh, stupid little Lego minifigs for Lego Dimensions. I think yes. we're probably oh, going to totally. see a team and Goonies because that's the kind of stuff that the Comic Con crowd gets into. Yep. The Goonies. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what we're doing, and uh, in the most inopportune way to do that, we're recording actually later than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if this episode went up late by some freak accident, sorry. Uh, we're trying to get better about these Max things. Max and I also drank Malibu beforehand. Yeah, we did a shot of Malibu because... Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Malibu a lot. I actually I mean, did not mind that. It's but it was it's a, not good. We took it right next to all the bananas. We had a bunch of bananas for a meeting. And what I a drank. stupid thing to do. Yeah, the whole... <laughs> anyway, the whole office smells like bananas right now. Marty, yeah. you, uh, you, played a, you played a cool video game. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, and what for, is that about? Uh, it's about a, a girl who's risen to raid various tombs. Wow. You sure um, it's not about Jesus? It's also about Jesus. He is risen. Uh, but yeah, Andrew and I went down to Crystal Dynamics, and we got to see uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on PS4. It's the mm-hmm. uh, 20th anniversary edition. This is sort of the, the Tomb Raider series is celebrating its 20th anniversary. Um, and so the game is officially launching on PS4 on October 11th. Uh, with a bunch of new content. So it's going to have all the DLC from, uh, like, the Baba Yaga stuff and all the DLC that's come beforehand, all the pre-order bonus stuff, which is actually cool that, like, the GameStop exclusive ones and the Target yep. exclusive ones and all that stuff is going to be packaged wow. in here. Yeah. Um, and then three new things that are uh, especially cool. One of them is a co-op endurance mode, which it's sort of like... Like sex? It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sex is wow. a co-op endurance mode. Wow. That's amazing. So Slam Andrew, dunk Andrew, and jokes, and I, Andrew and I did an hour of sex. <laughs> and right. you could see uh, 15 minutes of our Sex Let's Play uh, on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash IGN Beyond. I feel like you should hype that up more. So we're doing mm-hmm. uh, Let's Plays and extra content on uh, the YouTube channel for Beyond. Maybe Max and I, if we buy a bunch of stuff uh, working together at SDCC, we'll do like a, here's all the stuff we bought mm-hmm. and upload that yeah. to the YouTube channel. It can be yeah. for whatever we want. Um, but that is the first time anyone has actually played that game mode. It's, and we seen it on the, PS4. We got the first ever uh, yeah. Let's Play of it, and that's yeah. crazy. Have you ever played cool. uh, Resident Evil Mercenaries? 
Yes. So is it like that? Yes, a little bit like that. Okay. But it's uh, the whole thing is you are uh, trying to survive as long as you can in your raiding tombs, but you also have a hunger meter and you have a warmth meter that are both going down and you have to oh, hunt whoa. and then Ooh. find. So it has this like don't starve element to it. Holy crap. And the thing is, uh, like when one of you dies, it's sort of that like down and out thing from like Borderlands or, or Gears where the other person can revive you, but you only get three revivals. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. And the thing is, if, uh, if you lose all three revivals, you're done and you don't get anything from that round. So you can waste an hour. Yep. Uh, and so you have to choose when to bail. There's no completing the mode. It's just at a certain point you find these giant bonfires, you light them, and then you extract. And so you it's like, keep the stuff you like arcade score based almost. Uh, yeah, but you have to. It reminded us a little bit of Dark Souls because it has that like, do I want to go to the next bonfire right. or do I mm. want to wait here and spend my stuff? Like, do I want to lose my and souls? Are these like re- reused environments from the single it's procedurally generated just... sort oh, cool. of wilderness with uh, with tombs and with and it's really cool and there's there's sort of like bears a lot of and, rock tunnels and yeah rock okay. tunnels yeah. there's there's so bears um, there's like um, rock tunnels you mean like caves. Or like, is that also a sex thing? What is a I rock mean, tunnel? Okay, so I'm specifically saying rock tunnel uh, because of Pokemon. I think. <laughs> okay. So that's out recently. Yeah. If you didn't know. It has a victory roads. Okay. They have roads, like a rock tunnel. Roads to victory. I don't know. I don't know. Rock I'm, tunnel. I'm usually, there are also I, caves in Pokemon, so I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's I'm usually, they, I'm usually it's literally that they were small. <laughs> okay. They were very yeah. thin like, tunnels that are made of rock. Okay. A cave like a is crevasse. like an opening. Right? Okay. Sure. Anyway, the second mode uh, is called uh, Blood Ties, <laughs> and it's uh, reminded us a lot of Gone Home in a really cool way. It's uh, Lara exploring Croft Manor and sort of there's no combat; it's all uh, puzzles and environmental storytelling. Uh, so the first thing you told me about this, and I immediately was really excited because like I knew I was going to be getting this regardless because mm-hmm. I haven't played Tomb Raider yet, and I'm really happy I waited because it sounds like this is like this is the edition. This yeah. is like 50% more game, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, but I was like, oh, you get to hang out in Croft Man- Manor? Can you, can you lock the butler in the fridge? And you. And I was like, there is backstory about like how Laura was like addicted to the butler as a child and like yeah. sort of their relationship. And you get these like memories where you hear conversations that are sort of like ghosts talking about the past. Uh, every time you find an item, it sort of has this journal entry where she's reflecting on it and talking about the first time her dad met her mom. So like, um, no, yeah. no spoilers to the single player campaign, but I'm really interested in this stuff yes. because um, the few times that you do see her in the mansion over, over the course of those games, mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of on some like Howard Hughes shit. Oh yeah, totally. Seriously, like, it's like just she's backed into a corner, crazy, surrounded by candles, looking up old drawings that her, her family left yeah. behind, and just being like, oh, "I believe there's a treasure in the mountain somewhere." And you're like, "You're insane! Like, yeah. if, what's going on?" Uh, so that's really cool. I want to see like how much she's wrecked that house. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really cool. There? It. it- we were to describe like the the manor the mansion's in like disarray. There's like a bunch of parts doesn't have a roof, and so water's leaking through, and there's trees everywhere. Um, but it sounds like they're like they want to evolve the mansion throughout the series. Like they were, they, didn't, they haven't officially announced the third game, but there obviously will be. Yeah. And it sounds like it's almost like if you think of how Wayne Manor was dealt with in the Dark Knight trilogy, how it's sort of like Wayne Manor got destroyed, and the Batcave got destroyed, but then rebuilt. And so I have a feeling like we're gonna see in a, maybe the next game we'll see Croft Manor in like it's more like palatial so, state. So quick question. As somebody who has played the entirety of the single-player yeah. campaign and really enjoyed it and actually went in... I mean, I was actually going 100% that game until I, I talked of, to... That was, that was one of our... Um, yeah, it was... Until so you yeah. see how many collectibles there are. Yeah, and Miranda yeah. Sanchez, who was doing our guide for our, yeah. and wiki for IGN, was like, don't, 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 don't try. <laughs> like, or, I know you're close, don't. Uh, how quickly can you access all this Super early. Uh, it's awesome. when you first... It's after that first flashback, so uh, half an hour, 45 minutes of the yeah. game. Yeah, cool. Um, and this mode uh, also supports... PSVR. I love so that. So that is the one Whoa. true exclusive thing to PS4 because the rest of this uh, DLC is coming to the Xbox One and PC mm-hmm. versions. If you have the season pass, it's free. Otherwise, you could buy a piecemeal. Uh, but with PSVR, you can play this mode in first person and explore the mansion, which seems awesome. And it's one of those Holy things, we, like we've talked about that on the show of wanting these like supplementary experiences with PSVR. Yeah. Where it's like, I would love to explore the, the two versions of Nate's house in Uncharted 4. That's exactly in, in, what I want yeah, from yeah. PSVR. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, for for franchise that exist, that is. Like, if they make a new PSVR game, but I don't want to play a full Uncharted game in VR. You know? totally. I know. only want it yeah. as an addition to something. Like, else. I don't want to get attacked by bears in VR. I don't VR. want to grab so, on my no. ass in VR. I feel like all in all, this is like a... It's a pretty awesome make good for the fact that this was yeah. a year yeah. apart from the original. Yeah. Um, in terms of double dipping, I think there's just enough there that I'll probably get it on mm-hmm. PS4. Yeah. I won't play through the single player campaign again, but I will keep it for the extra stuff. And yeah. I'm picking up a PSVR this fall, so that'll be awesome. Yeah, there you go. And there's a zombies but, mode called Lara's Nightmare, where it's like the blood ties mode, except you, uh, she's having a nightmare and the mansion's filled with zombies. Which is really weird. Yeah. Max and I did a Let's Play of it for Up and Noon, and it's like... Um, 
It feels very Resident Evil 4. Yeah. In PSVR um, or? No, just, no. Uh, no, just, just, just something just on the Xbox the version. Just the Gone Home mode is uh, PSVR. Oh, okay. The zombie yeah. thing is... It's like that one where she's just running around that Russian place and there's... Like, yeah. yeah, so it's and that, there's... but it's set in the uh, mansion. That's such yeah. a smart way to reuse an environment. Yeah, to be like, totally. hey, here's the story so, thing and mm-hmm. here's the goofy... Like, well, like yeah, on Dead Nightmare, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. One, yes. one thing I wanted to talk about about this game that I think is like really interesting is that a lot of people are going to be playing this game for the very first time mm-hmm. in a post-Uncharted 4 world. Yeah. And mm. that's not the way I played it and it's not the way... Um, time worked like yeah. <laughs> that's not the way those games were released so I'm really interested to see how the reception is for those things because there's a lot and we've talked about it before not to like com- continually uh, to, to, to compare those two games but you even you showed us this morning uh, and Neil Druckmann was tweeting out how the box the box art between oh, yeah. and the uh, Drake collection and the Drake collection and one of them basically says like celebrating 20 years of Lara Croft and the other one's like celebrating all the Uncharted games the, the layout's exactly the same the, the title work is exactly the same yeah. even like where the, the silhouette of the characters also yeah. they both suck they're both really, really like lukewarm, kind of just reheated graphics. I oh, they're like. bad covers. Oh, yeah. covers. Oh, yeah. No, but like, I, I mean, I feel like I've been invited to like, like Tomb Raider panels that had more impressive graphic design yeah. for the invites yeah. or something. You know, yeah. like, well, people were tweeting back with the um, art behind the original Tomb Raider reboot, which was a silhouette with like this. It was like this red Lara yeah. silhouette with like a map in the middle of it. And it looks really cool. Um, but even even that again is like just just kind of derivative. It's nothing yeah. really amazing. But either way, uh, it's impossible to talk about these two games without comparing them in some capacity. I'm glad they're both on PlayStation 4 because when I talked about this game a year ago, people were like, "That's not a PlayStation game," and I'm like, "Well, it will, it will be. be. Yeah. And it's we also know it will be." Very good game. Yeah, yeah. Really really yeah good. I'm really interested because we played Uncharted, sort of looking back and comparing it to Rise of Tomb Raider. Whereas yeah. you're going to play Rise of Tomb Raider, looking back and comparing it to Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of, I'm really interested. It in, just sucks that they're so close together. Like, yeah. you know, those yeah. games are. Incredibly similar. Uncharted was obviously inspired by Tomb Raider, so it. But Tomb Raider, yeah, the new Tomb Raider was obviously inspired by Uncharted. Yeah, I played, which is so I played new Tomb Raider before I played Uncharted Mm Two. Like everyone was like, "Go play Uncharted Two. You need to play Uncharted 2. And I like, I mean, I was I would have been way less impressed by the new Tomb Raider if I hadn't if I had played Uncharted Two first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still like a much more open game. It's got Mm -hmm. the whole Metroidvania angle. Yeah, uh, and it's you know kind of all in one location, but. It does have you know very similar elements to it. Yeah, I feel like I maybe because it's October, it'll be okay. That's fine. October is the perfect uncharted. month for this game. Yes. Yeah, perfect yeah. month for this game because yeah. it's not going to get trampled by the the onslaught of November yeah, games and everything Call else. Call of Duty and Titanfall yes. and and all that stuff. So um, it's also good. like it, you know PSVR launches in October, and if yeah. this has a little a little hand in that, that's yeah, cool. That's perfect. Um, yeah. So. One of the things, and like you, you'll probably get this when you play this at, at home, loyal listeners. But uh, the I still maintain that the story um, and graphics also in in Uncharted Four are better than in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Correct. But I think that the gameplay is better in Rise of the Tomb Raider, and you'll see that very specifically once you get. Once you get that like pickaxe thing that yeah. lets you hang on ledges, in Tomb Raider, and Goldfarb was talking about this before. I'm bummed he couldn't be here because when he first got that thing in Uncharted, he was like, "Ooh, I don't really like the way it sticks." Well, as soon as I upgrade it, I can. And you're like, "Oh, oh that's right, yeah. I can't." And in Tomb Raider, you can. So yeah. like little things like that help mm-hmm. it along. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just cool that both of these things are gonna be out in the same console now. Yeah, People can, awesome. and that war can keep going forever. Yeah. Have we done a graphics comparison for PS4 and the Xbox One version? Yeah, we uh, yeah and posted Uncharted. this morning. Uh, not with Uncharted, but it was Rise of the Tomb Raider, PC, PS4, and two different games. <laughs> True, but I mean, it here's would a photo be interesting of an apple and one of an orange. Tomb Raider is very, very pretty. Yeah, but I mean, just from memory, I would say Uncharted Four is significantly pretty. So actually, yeah, that's I mean, a really good idea if you looked at specifically how they handled certain elements, like. Here's a wall. Here's a tree. Like and here's what like something crumbling similar, looks like. So it's like you know yeah. those are two yeah. very similar I mean, games. Yeah, like ultimately Uncharted Four is probably the best looking oh, yeah. game yeah. on consoles. Mm-hmm. So, I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, yeah, October 11th. Uh, super excited for that. Yeah, uh, that one was originally leaked by an international. Yeah, website. yeah, it was like Amazon. International stays. But snitching. I mean, they were right. So yeah, yeah October 11th. They did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but check out uh, our preview. We have a bunch of videos, graphics, and it's, it's a full price game, right? Yeah, it's a full price. Fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, uh, but, but you know, given the, the suite of stuff you get in it, I think yeah, it's totally I think it's it. a good deal. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, Gravity Rush Two has a date. Yeah, this is, is just a super. You? Yeah, this is super. Are you going to take it as your date? Yeah, I'm going to take that weird cat girl who has weird Aww. gravity and lives in various places. But I'm going to be allergic to her because she's a kitten. Um, wow, the many Oz of yeah. a lot of years. So uh, December second. Yeah, it's, uh, come out December second here, November thirtieth in Europe. Uh, I'm super excited because I love, really like the first Gravity Rush, and uh, this 
sort of by, by unshackling it from the Vita. I yeah. think this is super smart. Uh, Max made that noise, though, yeah. because the post-Thanksgiving uh, window before Christmas is generally not... Great. It's not good for games. Yeah, like it's not because the it, you know America's the the big shopping day is is uh, Black Friday and then subsequently Cyber Monday. You know, and mm-hmm. that's all. You know, the uh, was it right after Thanksgiving? So yeah. that's the December second is effectively when games get sent out to die yeah, with, very, with very few exceptions. Yeah. So the the game we have written down here that is uh, Far Cry Three, yeah, which December fourth, twenty eleven, an amazing game. And a game that uh, IGN, I think it was 2012. Was it 2012? Yeah. yeah. Okay. IGN uh, had already voted for its game of the year before it came out. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. that came oh, out like wow. that, that came out like, so good. Too. That game is really good. It came out like after like like the video game awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They already they kind of do those in December because they're like, yeah, they're all out now, and it's like we got uh, was it Rainbow Six Siege this last year. Yeah, I think uh, s- yeah. Um, South Park is in the same window this year. Yeah. yeah South it Park sucks. is right around here. When is South Park coming out? December. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess it's kind of one of those things where they look at it and they're like, well, I mean, some stuff might get delayed and some people might get gift cards for Christmas. And, you know, they are kind of, yeah. I guess, banking on the fact that people are going to, like... South, you know. South Park specifically felt like UB was looking at it being like, well, if you play all of our games this fall, then this will be perfect for that. And it's like, no, I play more than just your games, yes, dude. Yes, like, well, There I are, play, there are many everything. publishers and many consoles. Yeah. Um, and especially weird because uh, it's proven recently in the last couple of years that January and February work for games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like Bloodborne coming out and Dying Light coming out in January. Yeah, you're you're right. I really yeah. like that game. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why the, the, the early to mid-December window is still a thing. Like, for something outside of, like, a, a weird... Like quirky handheld Christmas? game, or like yeah, people are guessing they can buy things for Christmas. I but think most people's late. stuff is kind yeah. of buttoned up by then, though. Yeah, like, like anybody writing a Christmas list has their shit together before then. Yeah, like, if, you, if, if you have a hundred, if you have a hundred fifty dollars to spend on games, there's a good chance you've already spent them by the time. Well, December I mean, let's pretend, you're, let's pretend you're fourteen and you you get Christmas money. You know, yeah. that's your thing. Yeah, you know? get but cards that's after Christmas. Yeah. But that's exactly what like the January February windows for. Like sure. the, the GameStop fun boxes for people like either trading in games they got already or you know spending that that gift card they got under the yeah. tree or the, the the bush or the the eight candles <laughs> yes um, but back to gravity <laughs> rush that's not the number uh, nine I, is it nine it's definitely an odd no, number because there's it's one eight. in the center no it's definitely an odd number because there's, there's one at the center and then there's an even you don't get a present for that one you get a gift for every night of hanukkah you don't get a ninth present on hanukkah it's called eight crazy nights marty yeah not eight crazy nights in the thing in the center Oh, that sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. Andrew? Andrew Goldfarb is not here today. <laughs> I'll say that I think Gravity Rush looks really good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think so, too. I, I, I did an interview with him at E3. Yeah. So you can go go pull that up. It's like 15 minutes of gameplay footage and me talking with the producers about it. Yeah, um, the game is stupidly yeah. gorgeous. I'm a, little, I'm a little worried because it was uh, chugging when I played at E3. Yeah. Like, yeah. Granted, it's an early build, but um, the it's frame rate was It's been playable everywhere. It's been I mean, playable yeah. at PAX. It's been playable at a, yeah. a bunch of different places, so... I want this yeah. game to do Looks well. Great. I don't know if it really will between the release date and the fact that it's a sequel coming to a system that didn't have the predecessor on it. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. think that it will sell well, uh, but I think it will be good from what I've seen yeah. and what I've played. I, I also, think this is going to be a good like, game. Max, I'm, like uh, Ratchet and Clank and Sunset Overdrive, I want games with colors to do well. Yeah, <laughs> I really too. like colors. Yeah. Well, those, that's definitely getting better. Yeah. Um, no, but I was going to say, like, I think publishers are always torn between that, like, do we launch a new IP or do we put out a game that has a number in it because people feel safe buying into something that they know? Yeah. I, I've read, spe- I've heard specifically from from developers um, that are like we we'd rather like it's <laughs> you can make your first game uh, in your franchise and put like a two or three in it and it'll sell better than just not having a number in it because people think they're buying into like this like thing, thing that's been around for a while experience. and they're betting on something that'll be there for a while after. I mean, that happens in comics constantly. Yeah. They made Thor a woman instead of making a new character because the Thor, new character is not going to sell. Yeah, right. Thor like, isn't part of the... Yeah, the new character isn't a part of the MCU that people yeah. have the yeah. But then, I mean, of. conversely, you look at, like, the, the the Marvel movies and they've taken numbers out of them. You know, it's not it's not Thor th- or Thor 3, it's Thor Ragnarok. It's not yeah. So I Captain think America that's Civil. because yeah. it's getting too exhausting. Yeah. They have so many Same thing many with Episode movies. 7. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I kind of liked it. I mean, Ubisoft's been doing it for a minute with mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Assassin's Creed and It's because when you think about how many there are, it's depressing. Yep, yeah. Well, Assassin's Creed specifically, like, how do you even number those things at this point? Like, here's well, three and a half and yeah. 2.5 yeah. and yeah. I don't know I just I sort of wish there are eight of them yeah I sort of wish they'd been like Gravity yeah. Rush something Fallout or yeah I don't know what I, think that, would, I think that would have done much better a video game. I know I mean, Gravity I mean, Rush Fallout 4 would have done great yeah. <laughs> Gravity well, Rush free this? iPad Gravity, uh, GTA Gravity Rush Gravity Rush and Rio <laughs> Gravity uh, Rush Hour. Super Mario's Uncharted <laughs> Gravity Rush. But I mean, uh, for people who don't know what Gravity Rush is, because as you said, it's probably not going to sell well, um, 
how would you describe it? Stunt yeah, costing, it, really fast paced. Yeah, really fast paced. Uh, made a bunch of use of the Vita's like accelerometer and everything. It's uh, you're this uh, weird cat girl in the this sort of like anime inspired world. But your yeah. whole thing is that you can uh, stop the flow of gravity and you're sort of floating, and then you can choose where you want to launch yourself. Yeah, you kind of aim yourself. Yeah, and it has a pretty pretty uh, good combo system for combat. Yeah, uh, a lot very of exploration. Hack and slash. Very it's, hack and slash. Yeah, it's kind of like a hack and slashy action platformer yeah. with elements yeah. of yeah. Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. It feels. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me a lot of like Kiki's Delivery service but yeah. like a lot darker and it's got uh it's kind of open world you know like you get yeah, to kind of like a small little world. city I, I think this is doing this is a lot of dialogue this is gonna yeah, yeah. and the, the cutscenes were sort of in this really cool like comic fashion yeah. and mm-hmm. then on vita you could like tilt the screen and sort of like mm-hmm. get a little bit of depth into it um yeah so it was pretty cool um yeah. we'll see we'll have a lot more in it leading yeah. up to sounds December cool 2nd. check it out you know December yeah. 2nd, November 30th in Europe. There you go. Uh, yeah, uh, more games uh, that are uh, coming out. We don't know exactly when, but uh, Capcom has confirmed that Dead Rising 1 and 2 are coming to the PS4, which is super exciting because Dead Rising 1 has never been on a Sony system. Plus, I believe with their DLC stories and stuff, too, With the right? DLC stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I adore Dead Rising 1, or at least I was, did. I was going to say that yep. exact yeah. sentence. I adore Dead <laughs> yeah. Rising 1. So I, I, did you get really into it? Yeah, yeah me too. I finished it several times. And I think that was, the, that was like the cool thing about that game is that... Uh, the the thing that people hated the most was actually the thing I liked the most about that game was that you had time that constraints? the time constraints. I love that too. Me too, because it, it gave you it gave you an, uh, it gave you a way to replay that game multiple times. It you was, could finish it start to finish yeah. in two and a half it hours. Like, it's a lot like Majora's Mask. Yeah, where it, like takes like you a, just have to get the skateboard and use the shortcut in the bathroom and you're fine. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. and that's uh, how you solve most but, problems in life. Yeah. It was also one of the first in the one of the first console games I played where it was kind of like you'll never save everyone in this game. Yeah, or I mean you could. I think there was an achievement for that, but most human beings will never. Do I that. actually don't know if you could. Really? I think there are certain points where it's like you can't be in two places at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, remember, I remember hating it because like I didn't like the time constraint one bit. You know? I love and there, that. And there's that sense of just like it's pushing you along, and I think some games do that well. But a game that is also so kind of dependent on like freedom and like oh yeah, put on a Mega Man hat and go and use a, the lawnmower to kill the guys. You're mm-hmm. like it it. It encourages you simultaneously to totally screw around, but also to hurry up and eat your vegetables. Yeah, I sort of wish there was just two modes where it was like time constraint, story mode, and then just do whatever you want. I mean, there is, though. You just fail the story mode and just do whatever you want. Exactly. That's it. Like, I was going to say. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's multiple endings in that game. So you you can can just get the I screwed up, everyone's dead ending, and they're like, well, at least you got to play as Mega Man and throw (laughs) teddy bears at people. Yeah. But you can be like the hustle hustle one where you're just like, I'm going to kill every boss, I'm going to take out everybody. Which and at the end, you get the awesome ending. And you just like, like ignore the helicopter. Yeah. You can still take people back to the safe room, but yeah. it's just like you don't leave at any yeah, point. Yeah, no, that game is like you can, so. You can do it that way. God, it's know. so yeah. cool, and it's it's because it's like I love the psychopaths. It yeah, felt it, like really that cool. game is the closest I've I've had to like. Uh, sort of feeling like I got a 90s arcade game in yeah. 20 whatever year it was. It's yeah. totally an arcade you know? game. It yeah. felt like the kind of game you yeah. played with like four friends in an arcade at, yeah. at a birthday party yeah. in the 90s. Quarters into, yeah. yeah. And like um, all the dumb sound effects and the camera stuff. Like so many Easter eggs. Frank too. West's voice in my head from yeah. like if he takes a photo of something, he's like, good. Well, I love the um, the photography mode was really cool too. Like lot of, not a lot of games. Photos. Yeah, you that was could. awesome. And they give you points for that. Like, like there'd be like some like disgusting zombie spread eagle and be like, Cheese. Like, I love that. It was so goofy. I was just like a messed um, up Pokemon snap. Yeah, yeah and yeah. like all the, you could make like weird energy drinks, collect weird guns and weapons. There were like katana blades on the roof. Running on top of zombies. Yeah. The, One of the, the hardest things. Too many things. chainsaws from uh, oh, killing clown Alex the Clown. Oh, yeah. I think it's Alex the Clown, yeah. and you have to like kill him. He's so yeah. hard to kill. So we're kind of like we're kind of shafting the second game a little bit here. I think the second game did a lot of really cool stuff with the workbenches mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of weapon customization. Like yeah. that was take, the whole. Yeah, that yeah. was like that was like one of the big hooks was like taking all these random parts. And making like, oh, here's a lawnmower covered yeah. in chainsaws. Um, but the first game is the one I really adore. I think it's yeah. just because like I like the setting of a mall. Like I've been in a mall. Who was the second? Yeah. The second one again? Vegas. Yeah, I mean, right. it's yeah. still yeah. kind of like a mall. It was like yeah. a it's still in a contained yeah. space, and you still have yeah. like little different areas. I actually yep. have to stop playing the second one because it was way too hard. Yeah. So it just got to a point where I couldn't kill anything, and I knew that I would have to do the thing where you. Basically, start over, kill as much zombies as you can for XP, and then start the story again. And I just wasn't willing like, to do I that. I think I, think I like Frank West as a protagonist better. Anyway. I do too. What More than the, the other motorcycle guy's name? dude. Yeah. Chuck? Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck. I liked his daughter. Chuck she was Jockney. Cool. Yeah, I don't Chuck, remember. Yeah. But uh, I just remember this one boss fight in the second one, or psychopath fight, or whatever, where he was in like a church and he's like dressed as a pig or something. Yeah. And, like, oh, this I remember woman that. Super and, messed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, I tried so many yeah. times. Just get through. This is an interesting series because now two did come to PS3. Yeah. One never did, so we're getting these two. 
three will probably never come to PS4 because it was published so. by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But four, which is coming out later this year on Xbox it's One, they've said is a timed exclusive. All right. Who is it being published by? Not Microsoft. I believe it's being published. By, this is so you know, weird. That's yeah. so like, or maybe the Xbox original. I don't know. But like, but this I, is and like people complain about. I think you're right. About, I yeah. think they just paid to have a launch title. Yeah. We talked about Rise of the Tomb Raider earlier, and people justifiably complained about how they had to wait a year to play that game. That game. But like, could you imagine if like you could only have like Die Hard One and Die Hard Three on yeah. on Blu-ray, but Die Hard Two. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Live Free yeah. and Die Hard? Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think of a, like a Star Wars, I guess, where yeah. it's like half the movies are here and half the movies aren't. I mean, it's weird if you look at like the the, the Kingdom Hearts series. How yeah. if you want the full story, it's spread across multiple consoles. If you have an Xbox One, you'll be able to play Kingdom Hearts three, but no other game in the series. And ever. it's not even like multiple consoles. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, here's a here's a 3D here's a 3DS version of it. Yeah, here's yeah. like the iOS. Like, yeah, here's like, a PSP version. I mean, this yeah. is like the worst thing about video games. Just period. Like, yeah. This is why it's a pain in the ass to try to be a fan of a series of video games because yeah. I mean, there's always going to be some missing. Piece. On that note, it doesn't actually matter at all for Dead Rising. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's yeah, true. yeah. But it's just weird, like, if you want to play these Because they're usually, like, before the events of the Nets that they yeah, just say it. that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about Dead Rising was that little war they had going with a bunch of other zombie games at the time about who, which game had more. And yeah, the achievements for a number of things killed. Yeah. 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 That was really cool. Yeah. Do you know about that? No. So, Dead Rising had this achievement for. At the beginning you of the game, the they show population you. population of the city. Yeah. yeah. They show you a, a sign that says, uh, what's, whatever, what's his name? I think it's Willamette. And I think the number is, like, 79,000. Yeah, so it was like Willamette population 79,000, and there were these tunnels underneath the mall where you could get in a truck and just, basically just yeah. bulldoze zombies for so you'd hours. you have to like get in one car, drive to the next one, it yep. would break, then drive to the next yep. one and just repeat it. Like, to get that achievement there was really weapon degradation and vehicle degradation, oh, wow. so eventually this trophy would pop up and be like, you wiped out everyone in this town. You wiped out the entire population. Also, and the then, zombies keep spawning. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then Left 4 Dead, I believe, had this sort of like back and forth with them being like, like added they added one uh, number to the achievement. So there was achievement that was if you kill oh, one more zombie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no but, trucks in that. So. <laughs> no, 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 it takes long. Yeah. I think it took a lot, a lot longer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah but that's super cool. Uh, yeah, we don't cool know games. when it's coming out. I imagine this year, but yeah, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, obviously very highly recommended. Um, mm-hmm. Dead Rising. I like the idea of like just old franchises like this coming to PS4 for the first time. I'm super down with yeah. that. Also, because like it, it's a big issue with uh, like PS2 and GameCube games coming to HD stuff because everything back then was like. CRT, yeah, and I kind of hate pl- playing stuff in like four three. boxed, yeah. But like this is stuff that was made for HDTVs anyway, so yeah. maybe it looks a little bit, a little bit crummy. Probably. But like I'm just fine. Also, I love you can fight things with milk in that. Oh, oh yeah, like you can juice. you can throw anything at anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. Hockey sticks. Uh, those did are you fun. get that achievement for staying alive for like three full days in the game? No. Okay, so I tried that. Not to get into this too I much, tried but to. I uh, there's a there's a place in the courtyard where you can go up on this like little roof, and I just I went up there with like like 50 milks and like 70 graham crackers and like eight guns and nine katana swords and just sat there. I don't think and your inventory can ever be that big. Every, every couple hours in the in like the inventory, no, it can't be, but you would just throw stuff up there and then no, come you back. you just get a bunch yeah. of books. I yeah. think that's how you built your inventory up, right? And yeah. Level it up. And just so I just sat up the there. Juice. I sat up there like a crazy person for like three or four full days in yeah, game see, the time. Problem, no, but it is, I thought that was achievement that you had to literally leave it on for three real time yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you, have to, turn your you have to come back every couple hours, and like Frank would be like about to die, and you'd give him like a big glass of roof milk and then <laughs> some cookies, and you'd fire some guns out of boredom at some zombies, and eventually, like the entire thing was just swarmed by zombies, and the achievement would pop, like about to die. The thing with that one is like it was so hard, it was so stupid. Even your friendlies will try and kill you. Stuff doesn't respawn either, yep. so like you would steal the milk, and then the milk wouldn't respawn. I remember because I tried to get it, and that was when I like started getting into achievements. So look forward to that trophy. Well, now That'll that you don't time. have to worry about Red Ring of Death, yeah, go that's for true. It. Your your console won't explode. Yeah, hey, if you go for that trophy, tell us your stories. I really want to hear about that. Also, can we talk about roof milk? Yeah. <laughs> roof milk. Uh, I like the, hot cookies and rough milk. I feel like there's a, there's a just a parallel there between like you in the game doing that and just like holding up with a bunch of orange juices and then yeah. you in your dorm room holding up with forties and just playing Animal Crossing. Oh, there was like, yeah, there was a hundred percent. I think that like. Certain trophies and achievements are 100% parallel to where you are in your own oh, yeah. world at the time. And there's a certain level of tolerance. Like, if you're happily married with three kids, you're like, I'll never have that achievement. But you're, like, drunk and broke and fat. You yeah. know? You're going to like, yeah, I'll sit on that milk, <laughs> sit on that roof, drink of that roof milk. <laughs> you know? I- 
fucked up cookies. I always love that. Like the first, I think the first achievement I found like completely by accident for doing weird weird stuff was in Red Dead. Yeah. You like tie someone to train tracks and the train runs them over. They're just like you're dastardly. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Wait, you get an achievement for that? Yeah. I feel like yeah, they wouldn't just, allow that. That's one in a shout Australia. out to Snidely Whiplash. That dude. Yeah. I don't know if they would have let that that one. Did they not allow Snidely Whiplash? I don't think it has to be a woman. I think it can no, be. No, no, I don't. I, I don't know what. It, maybe it's just drug use. There's like stuff that you can't have achievements where you oh, come yeah. in America. Yeah, you're fine. You can yeah. write write into podcast beyond and tell us about the the dumbest trophy you've gotten or like the dumbest you like you've done. Have you guys ever seen the like the, the penetrator weapon from Saints Row in Japan? No. So it's still a giant dildo, but they took all the veins off of it because they thought it was too graphic. So it's just like this. It's a dildo. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a snake. What it is, but they took all like the big like they all the definition of like the tip and the ball sacks. Is and that everything. from four? Uh, in three, three, I think on yeah. actually, I think they had to do that. But it, huh. a buddy of mine what? Said, that, from the, from the makers of the country that brought you tentacle fuckers comes <laughs> too many veins on the dildo bat. I mean, yeah, they okay, got. Isn't the that's reason, a weird it's sentence all, to say. Isn't the reason that tentacle fuckers exist in the first place because they don't want to show? <laughs> yeah, you can't genitals? show a pangus. You got to show. You can't show a pangus with, and you can't show pubic hair. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to get all the all the wrinkles off. Thanks, Alonzo. No worries. Anyway, so, uh... Batman! Batman! <laughs> Speaking of tentacle uh, fuckers, Batman! That's, <laughs> a, that's a new villain. Telltale's Great. Batman is, uh... The episode one is coming out August 2nd. It's called Realm of the Shadows. Yeah. Uh, had a pretty cool trailer. We know it's uh, set before, uh... It's while Harvey Dent is still Harvey Dent, not Two-Face. It seems kind of like Long Halloween era. Yeah. Before yeah. they throw him in that Halloween. vat. Yeah, before um, <laughs> the vat. Can we talk about Harvey Dent? He's a big boy in that. He's a real he's a real uh, bulky boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like he's normally just kind of like a regular-sized man, mm-hmm. but he's like the... He's like, that, he's like that senator from Metal Gear Rising. Like he's just oh, this no. big, like, yeah. he's just like big yeah, that tank is, of a that dude. That dude is huge. Which is weird. I don't like the idea of a huge Two-Face. I don't know. I mean, look yeah. at somebody like Donald Trump. Like, that's a, just a big orange walrus dude, right? Like, he's just a I big... I mean, but he's not muscly like Metal Gear Rising. I've never seen him a big shirt. Fuck, the human Tillamook block. <laughs> <laughs> I think some politicians, like you think about somebody in Gotham, like they're just fat and they're just like hungry. He's not fat. He's just no. I mean, just like big. Yeah, just like who, he's just like going to like you know like roots Chris every when night. When Putin doesn't wear a shirt. Yeah, I, I try not to, but I keep googling it. Well, yeah, I keep. He's going fought that tiger. Yeah, Putin. Died. I mean, living in Gotham would be so stressful that I feel like everyone should be very thin. They're just yeah. stressed and nervous and panicked well, all not, the time. It, well, but Commissioner Gordon goes up on the roof and drinks some of that roof. Milk Imagine living in Gotham yeah. to come. and you're like, you're like, this is terrible. We should go. Uh, let's just blow off steam and go to go see a nice movie. Oh, and go to your wife's like, you can't even city. do that. <laughs> Literally can't even do that. Go to literally any other city. Yep. Yeah. Just move. Um, yep. But yeah, so we got a little bit of a look at uh, at, at Batman mm-hmm. and uh, and and Bruce Wayne, his counterpart, and, voiced uh, by his Troy Baker. Yeah. yeah. Troy Baker. And uh, which he sounds fine. And uh, then there's Alfred, who sounds very like Michael Caine-ish, So I'm getting kind of like Christopher Nolan vibes yeah. here. I like that. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is cool. Like he's he's definitely more like the kind of like. Go on, sir. Get out there and get them the uh, the criminals. It really is. So he's all pomegranate. Your father, so, uh, your father had a good good old. Alana's like, why do I come here? Gotta <laughs> you go to burn the bushes. <laughs> Wait, uh, that's Shadow of Mordor. What's the point yeah. of all those bloody? I like the one bloody theme. Wait, we're talking. What was about the dudes in the back of the Joker's car? Oh, which guys? Remember the guy that was like, <laughs> the Joker's all messed up because his henchmen, like, well, they came in the back of the car or something. What? <laughs> this was you. I was sitting here. You were sitting here. I swear well, to God, we were talking about the Joker. Hench- these things. Yes, we recorded the this Joker like two henchmen were like roping all over the car, and he's like, I Stop thought, I just wanted things. you to kill Batman. I didn't want you to rope all over the car. Hey, gosh, we, uh, uh, we got a bunch of two-by-fours. <laughs> they were left in the street. We took them all back to the hideout. So anyway, the big so it also takes place before... Yeah. Uh, Gordon is commissioner, yeah. so mm-hmm. that doesn't really mean a lot for Batman. It means he's still Batman and he's I mean, still Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I think that means that he's going to have... Uh, there's definitely going to be stuff where you're interacting with Gordon and probably trying to get on his side. I think yeah. that we were probably... Or corruption in the police force. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because that's basically what it was before yeah. so Gordon got I, there. I'm really so we'll excited about progression this. with him, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the games don't really go too far into that interaction. And, like, I don't want to bring up Batman versus Superman, but obviously the best stuff for that movie was... Alfred and, and Bruce Wayne oh, yeah. Yeah. having conversations we or fought Alfred that and tire yeah. we just beat it up with that hammer well, that was dumb I thought that was pretty cool that's one of actually uh, that's a throwback to the Silver Age when Batman had to fight that big tire <laughs> that was a throwback to a poison video um <laughs> Or Def Leppard. No, but I like. I feel like most video games are just like Alfred calls you up and he's like, "Oh, hello, Master Wine." I've got, and he just gives you, he gives you like a gun in the, the, in the mail, or he's like, he drops off this thing. I yeah. want it to be like, "Stop calling me, yeah. Wayne." 
Seriously, you're yeah. on loudspeaker. Yeah. There are so many people nearby. And he's like, excuse me, Master. What? Master Bruce, you you're, stop, you're, your social security number is printed in the sky again. <laughs> I'm getting very old. I've got that uh, Nora Frost disorder. I left a grandfather clock open and several hoodlums went down and messed up your boomerangs. Aww. Oh, Brucey, heavens to Betsy, I've made you a brand new car. Chris O'Donnell was doing his gymnastics and he broke into the Batcave. <laughs> Anyway. You know, Robin. <laughs> Here's his full name. <laughs> Drew Barrymore's boyfriend has snuck into the house, and she's dating half of Two-Face. On the flip side, I hate it in the movies when Bruce Wayne, or when Batman calls up Lucius, and he's like, Oh, Lucius, I guess what? And he's like, you don't have to do that voice. I know who, <laughs> I know who you are. There's no like, need for that. I know yeah. who, who you're, you were just talking to me as the regular dude a minute ago. <laughs> Stop it. You don't have to do that. Just use your inside voice with me. <laughs> Master Wayne, we've got this uh, new substance that repels sharks. Uh, I don't really know what possible application you could have for it, but it'd be uh, a shark repellent. Perfect. I'll call it a, bat shark repellent. No one will ever know. No, it's like if I was like, I hey, love Batman. Uh, if guys. I was like, hey, Alana, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside and I'll give you a call, okay? And you're like, all right, cool. And I walk outside. And you're like, hey, Alana. <laughs> Hey, uh, remember we were talking about it earlier, and you're like, Mom? you just talked to me with a regular voice. Why are you doing this now? It's very dumb. Very anyway, stupid. Anyway. I love Batman. Yes, uh, I do too. We all do, obviously. From what I can tell from where this is set, I'm cool with it, but um, I've never really gotten super into Telltale games. Uh, I don't have a reason for that. I've just engine. never gotten into them. They have a new engine? Uh, That'll fix everything. Telltale and Troy are going to be on our live show at Comic-Con. I don't know can if we, Are we allowed to... Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yes. Zach's not going to yell at me. I don't know. Sex cream I want a I want a Batman game where you can just like I, I guess I'm just tired of the gritty stuff you know like oh, I really dude, that's why I love Batman I either want like Bruce Tim animated series like full on like this is like mm-hmm. stylized as hell but not in like an over the top gritty way mm-hmm. or I want like an Adam West beat em up where you're just like Robin the Catwoman made a kissing face at me and I think that she wants to do kissing later. Did you play? Uh, did you play any of the Arkham games with the Adam West skin? No, I really wanted to, but I couldn't get it because I didn't pre-order it from EB Games <laughs> by going back in time to when those existed. You didn't get it from Babbage. They still exist in Australia. Check your goddamn privilege. <laughs> Is that true? I do. I play. Uh, I play Is uncensored it? Saints Row. Oh, EB Games. You had so many throbbing veins. No, EB Games. That's how I said that because I'm an idiot. Uh, no, I think they're taking some cues from the animated series. I think a little bit. Like, yeah, not, but that's not, like the rest of the DC movies that they're doing these days. Like, yeah. they're always like, I really want just, I don't know, the animated series is like, I, I did, it's God tier for Batman yeah. for me. Like, that's I want to see it as separate Beyond. from yeah. Batman. It's like its own series. Thing. Like, yeah, because the the Batman that I read is always really, really dark and messed mm-hmm. up. I mean, see, I want that, but it's like they're still doing the cartoony thing. Like, I don't know. If you got me something that looked like, like, full-blown, like, survival horror taking cues from, like, David Mazzucchelli or, like, Frank Miller's art. Did you play Night? Yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah. There were parts of that that were really cheesy, like, Scarecrow and his dumb yeah. villain voice, but then there were parts of that that were, like, legitimate Yeah, but I mean, I just mean, like, aesthetically, like, not like... Oh, yeah, Like, I mean, yeah. like, that part where Man-Bat showed up, I, like, threw the controller on the ground. Oh, that was spooky. He's trying, he's trying to climb a roof, and he's just yeah. there. Scrum! Yeah, like, is it crazy to, like, I mean, we we played that game Necropolis the other day. Yeah. Like, I kind of... Oh, that's wa- really good. Yeah, it it's, it's, it's super good. cool. Um, I kind of want... Uh, we, we gave it, like, a 6.5. I feel like it's one of those games oh. that's, that's going to keep growing and getting better as they add content. Mm-hmm. But is it crazy to just kind of want a sort of cel-shaded... Batman the animated Absolutely series style not. game and that like no, it just awesome. I mean, maybe mixing that's that art what style. Is. I mean, look yeah. at what that last uh, Ninja Turtles game or the Transformers game that Platinum did. Like, yeah, do I have awesome. to? Yeah. I mean, no. I I think that that's a really yeah. good use of cell shading. I think in this case they're they're doing kind of more the Borderlands approach where they're like they're emphasizing the line work and stuff. I rather see something very flat. I don't know. Yeah, and I wonder if that's just it's if that's them working off of the art styles they've done before with like totally. Wolf Among Us yeah. and yeah, and totally Tales from the Borderlands. They want to just, establish their own thing. Yeah, they don't want to do Bruce Timm's Batman the Telltale game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they probably yeah. also want it to look like a Telltale game. Yeah. They want yeah. you to be yeah. able to look at it and say, that is a Telltale game. This is how it's yeah. going to play. So. Yeah, I'm optimistic for this. Um, you were talking about the the physical version. Yeah. Like, that's, so it's, that's a weird thing. They're doing that thing. This is interesting because I feel like it's a closer a closer window. Uh, on August 2nd, we get the first one, which is right around the corner. Also, same day as the Xbox Slim, if you're curious about that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, beyond. Uh, but yeah, no, so first episode, August 2nd, and then we get the physical version, sort of, on September 13th, which is... Yeah. It's the physical season pass. So that's what they did with with Minecraft Story Mode. Uh-huh. They shipped the disc that only had the first episode on it, so you had to actually connect to the internet to get the rest of them. So if you gave it to a kid on an island, I mean, what's wrong with you? Yeah, but, give that uh, give that child like a boat or some sort of a raft. A boat. So that, if you give a kid a boat, he'll fish. For, uh, 
Yeah, that'll that'll probably <laughs> some roof milk. Yeah, give him um, some roof milk. Get that boy a frisbee. Yeah, um, <laughs> some fun beach toys. But either way, it's like you're still sort of a slave to their release schedule, yeah. which is like whenever they feel like it. And but they've gotten I better mean, at that in some ways. They yeah, haven't. that said, they mostly. I feel like they mostly. Uh, I mean, it's taken them so long to kind of nail down like a, a proper schedule because yep. there's always kind of QA issues. And and I mean, I feel like having the physical version be just over a month past the first episode means that they're going to have this, like, tightened up. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, They did the same thing with Hitman, which I've actually been keeping up to date with each of the episodes of that, mm -hmm. and I really like that. So it's like, there's a new episode, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that I have. Sweet. I got new content for it today. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, cool. I think the best thing you can do in a situation like this, and I, I, I'm not against an episodic release schedule for anything, because I think it's like, it keeps except the conversation. Except maybe Final Fantasy VII, because how? Well, uh, yeah, except for something that's already established to work in a different format. But then again, I don't know how that's going to pan out. But like, I, I'm a huge fan of TV. I love the fact, I love that medium. I love the idea of telling a story across like 10 weeks. Game of Thrones does yeah. it excellently. Yeah. Like Fargo does it really well yeah. in terms of like, True here's an isolated story. Yeah. Totally. Um, but the, the idea of like taking something and being like, well, when's the next episode? Episode. Sunday at 10 o'clock on HBO. Okay, cool. Got it. All right, so when's the next episode? Mm, three months from now, maybe. Yeah, there was that, yeah. So, sort of like how they do Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or Walking Dead. Well, at least no, no, no. that, you know, once the season starts, they're yeah. locked into it. Yeah. Unless you know? they decide to do a half seasons like they sometimes do. Yeah. yeah. But even then, it's like I mean, seven yeah, weeks in a row. We still have. We got, you know, Lost had that problem during yeah. the writer's strike where it'd be like three right. episodes in a row, and then we take a two-month break, and then here's four episodes, and then we take another three Right, and then what kills me about Telltale is that it feels like there's always a writer's strike. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll get our hands on it soon, and we'll yeah. have more at Comic Con. Uh, yeah. We have a PlayStation Play lineup right around the corner, which mm-hmm. is cool. What yeah. day is it? It's the nineteenth. A week from today, yeah. So we're gonna get Headlander. Yeah, that's uh, Double Fine's. Like it's it has that like seventy sci fi feel. It's to pretty it. cool. I played so, a little bit of that. Can you guys explain PlayStation Play? Is this yeah. sort of like their Summer of Arcade? Yeah, it's sort of PlayStation's been doing it the last couple of years. It's like uh, Summer of Arcade, which was back in the three sixty era. But it's uh, where four weeks in a row they're gonna release uh, these cool indie games, and then uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, they're gonna be cheaper if you. Mm-hmm buy two, three, or four of them, you're going to get batch discounts. Yeah. Uh, and these games are pretty much, by and large, really cool. Yeah, Headlander on the 26th, uh, this really cool, stylish Metroidvania, super you're funny. A, you're a head, mm-hmm. and you have to fly around a little little ear rocket ship, basically, yeah. and you land on different bodies. I saw one bit that was really confusing where you land on this like robot centaur body, and it starts doing this like Charleston dance. And like, yeah, you can wow. land on a dog and become a dog. <clears throat> yeah. And it's yeah. a Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Sweet. Yes. Uh, um, I like this idea a lot, just as a, a, a way of sort of making an event out of indie games that people yeah. would otherwise ignore. In a relatively slow month as well. Like, yep. There's not a ton of games coming out in August. Uh, a week later, on August 2nd, is Abzu, which I'm super excited about, mm-hmm. which uh, Matt Nava, who is the art director on Journey and uh, Flower, yeah. left that game company and formed his own studio. And this feels like this very, like, meditative, gorgeous uh, journey underwater. Yeah. You're, you're playing scuba a scuba journey. diver and you're sort of interacting with all the different marine life and uh, has a cool mysteries to it and sort of these uh, weird little robots that follow you around. Uh, looks yeah, really cool. cool. I, yeah. I've demoed that game at, I think, E3 like last year. And yeah. It yeah. Was, it's like an awful game to demo because it's so beautiful and serene, and you're like, you yeah, know, you, like you just want to put on headphones, wearing guns, yeah. you know, a booth over. League and of like, Legends, man. So yeah. is Turtle Rock. Yeah. Welcome to Turtle Rock. Um, so there's also Brutal the week yeah. after. I don't know what that one is. Brutal is the one that's all like ASCII art. I yeah, I really wanted to be excited about this, but it's like it's kind of going for this like hack and slash sort of dungeon crawler vibe. I think mm-hmm. am, I, am I right here yet? Yeah. And, and it, but it's all it's all yeah, it all looks like it's made out of like DOS text. Huh. You know, like it looks like a, a, a that's game, German a game for fact. the text. Yeah. DOS text. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it could be cool. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I'll glance at it for a second. And I'm like, I don't know if I can look at this for a whole a whole game. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm curious. This is the one I'm, I'm sort of shakiest about yeah. uh, because I've played the other ones and I've liked them all. And then uh, a week later on uh, August 16th is Bound, which is super that's cool. That, uh, Bound that's that awesome. infinite runner where you're uh, Kim, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West yeah. on a motorcycle going through yes. the yes. scenic yes. yeah. I would play the hell out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, We're going to get a copyright strike. Ugh. Your tone um, is so perfect. No, this is, uh, this is a ballerina game. Yeah, but it's made by uh, Plastic, who were the Polish developers behind Datura. You remember that game? Yeah. The move game? That was a really interesting, weird game. Yeah, that was a game. weird game. Uh, but this is uh, this sort of like pixel, voxel, weird, the world is breaking apart and forming back together, but you play a ballerina. It's this, an like, indie world. game. It's an indie game. It's a weird artsy indie it game. It has some of the coolest cool. movement I've ever seen in the game. It reminded me a lot of Piano 3. 
which was on yeah. the Capcom 5, sort of this like very stylish, like, like straight rhythm up mesmerizing. Movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, super cool. We're going to have a lot more on Abzu and Bound uh, very soon. So, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, Rapid Fire is a thing we do every single week. We go to facebook.com slash groups slash podcast beyond. And also youtube.com slash yeah. IGN beyond. That's right. That's all the ways you can interact with us, or you can send us an email. At Wait, do you guys need to bounce soon? Should we save this for next week? Because this is one I want to spend a lot of time on. Are you really? sure? Yeah. Do you guys need to bounce soon? Okay. We, why don't we do quick, uh, a couple quick uh, Rapid yeah, yeah. Fire you, let's do okay. the, Let's save the good one for yeah. next week. Got it. Okay. okay. We'll come back to that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, here's a bunch of other random ass questions. Justin Aldwin, uh, would you rather have knees for elbows or elbows for knees? Whichever one makes it so I don't ever have to listen to a hypothetical question again for the rest of my life. Wow. You really really ruin rapid fire. Uh, I'd rather have. Wait. Does this mean that they would be bending the the other way? Yes. Okay. So I'd rather have uh, the. uh, I'd like to have the backwards legs like a kangaroo or like that, that bounty hunter from the Men in Black cartoon show. Like a cricket. I think they'd be very weak though, okay. because wouldn't they be like real small? I have I have totally effed up knees anyway. I'm a giant dude. Like, but I, I just can't like f- like phones would be weird for arms. Like you'd like almost be like a little T Rex man. You'd look. Uh, yeah, what would you be? You'd be like a praying mantis. Yeah, you'd be I like want a praying mantis. You'd be like or, a scyther. Yeah. yeah. If everybody has it, then we don't know the difference, right? Like if they Wait, just, unless what I if you're the only one? If it's just you specifically, then shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> but if everyone has it, then who cares? Then we're all we're all the same. All right. Michael Martinez says, if IGN relocated to another American city, which would you prefer? New York. Uh, Portland, probably, maybe. Seattle. Chicago. Nah, New York. No, okay. Chicago is the correct answer. What? No. Alana, you're a big fan of America. I really like Alaska. That's <laughs> not a city. And also, no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Actually. We all have enough seasonal depression as it is. That's true. Um, but Alaska's got bears. I really like Seattle. San Francisco Seattle has bears, too. You just got to go to the level. right neighborhoods. Hey. Oh. All of you need to spend more time in New York. I know I you've been I think uh, I'd go with New York, but I'm just thinking like concrete uh, jungle where dreams are made of. And also the winter. Yeah, that's kind of it. I, I said Alaska, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Santa Barbara Cruz. Said, yeah, but I, think, I feel like the winter gets pretty bad in everywhere else we listed too, like Seattle and Chicago especially. It yeah, it's the windy city. I, I disagree with so the windy cold. city. Snake Town, USA. Oh you, guys need to, you guys need to just man up. It's just, Austin, it's just maybe? cold. I don't it's know. Just cold. I've never been to Texas. Bobo says, what Pokemon would you have as a pet? Also, Eevee. it can be any size you want. It's absolutely Eevee. A Eevee. canine. I have a I have a, a Pomeranian, which is basically an Eevee, so it works Ooh. out pretty well. You can't get an Arcanine because you haven't gotten a Growlithe yet. Mm, but it would definitely be a canine. That's too big. I don't like how big that dog is. Giant dogs are the best kind yeah, of dogs. Yeah, but that's like really, that's like Clifford big. Where yeah, like, it can like screw your enemies up for you and stuff. Oh, I, thought it was, I thought you were like, that's it could really, screw your really house. That's really getting weird. You can make sweet love to a home. Oh, no, that's, no. I mean, you could. No, Brian. I don't care about any of these garbage animals. <laughs> the garbage one. I yeah. like Garbador. He's oh, great. My, I, yeah, Garbador's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Just a big garbage can. Ollie 511 asks, what was the last piece of art that made you cry? Games, movies, books, or music? Oh, man. Um, I think, it's hard to tell. I think I've, whichever I saw first, it's either the movie Boyhood, which mm-hmm. I watched with my mom, and I was like, oh, man. Growing up is is a terrifying thing. I'm just I'm careening towards death on a giant spinning orb, and it just passes before your eyes. Or that... um. Marty, was that time travel movie from the Love Actually guy? About time. About time. Yeah. Holy crap, that broke me. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine would have been, uh, I finished the Aragon series, so I read them all before the last book came out, and then reread them again maybe five years later when they were all out, and finishing that series after having re- read it for a really long time. I don't remember what specifically made me cry, but I think that's what it was. Books. Every time I read The Fountain, or every time we see The Fountain, the movie The Fountain, I tear up. Do photographs count? Yeah, sure. Like we hired a photographer for our wedding, and there's this one shot that he took of my mom the second we were about to say I do, and she's just like looking up, and her eyes are just like trembling, and it's just like Aww. it's one of those like uh, like it's almost like a Looney Tunes drawing of like a puppy, you know, when they do that thing where like their their eyes are quivering, and you're like, this is killing me right now. And mm-hmm. I, I just was flipping through it the other day and saw it, and I was like, oh god, it's a good photo. That's yeah, awesome. so that got me. I can't think of movies like yeah. I, I've been I've been on a kick for horror movies, and they don't usually make you cry; they just make you scream, like yeah. standing up, like. They make you your cry apartment. pee into your pants they out of your <laughs> wiener. Yeah, I also have a specific... Uh, I don't think I've ever cried. Out of the bad eye. <laughs> I have specific albums if I go back and listen to because I associate it with like a person or a memory yeah. or something that I'm like, ugh. MGMT's, like, uh, was that one? Uh, Oracular Spectacular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah just, that's because it was really just a brutal summer that came out. Yeah. Um, to me, it's, it's Ninja Rap. Yeah. I fell asleep one time and... My my best friend, I was at his house and I was like, you know, we're having a slumber party or whatever. He he crept over and very gingerly took an earbud and put it in my ear and then turned on Ninja Rap yep. as high as it could go, and it was just like <laughs> that you? that. Fu-
whistle noise followed by like go ninja go ninja and I, and I just made this like beached whale noise where I was just like ah. did I ever tell you guys this? my old That's boss not great. my old boss here at IGN Will Tuttle uh, he was in a fraternity in college I hope I can tell the story whatever I think he told the story on one of our shows but um, they were hazing people with the Mortal Kombat the movie theme song for like a month. That's literal torture. So you could they put they would put you in a chair and blindfold you and shut off all the lights and close the door and just like that song gives me anxiety. And if you broke, you couldn't be in the fret. And a lot of people broke, and a lot of people can't hear that song ever. Tommy Lee Lynn says Ghostbusters opinions. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. But you go, girl, and it's fine. Whatever it is, it's fine. Yeah, Alana and I saw it. It's the movie's aggressively fine. I'm yeah. so some sick parts of that were very that. funny, some parts yeah. that were not funny in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds it, like a movie yeah. in 2016. <laughs> it was just absolutely okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Casting's really great. Uh, I liked how the ghosts look. Like, I think uh, a sequel could be really good. Yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. also a lot of stuff that I really like, like seeing a group of women just screwing up the enemy by themselves and saving each other is awesome. Like, also, this movie cool. passes the that. Brechtel test like every 30 seconds. The yeah. Brechtel test? Is that what it's called? No, the Bechtel test. Bechtel. No, it's Brecht. So the R is silent. Okay. No, it's that's not true at all. I mean, the R is silent because it's not there. What about the Brechtel text where they hide a, a small piece of Brecht's candy in every scene? <laughs> you got to find it because it's delicious. <laughs> If this film old. did not have any Brax candy in it. It did not have any of those little raspberries with a chewy center. It did not have any cinnamon it imperials. The no starlight mints. No cinnamon imperials. No butterscotches. No. Anyway, no, we, had, a, we had an awesome segment planned for this week, but this went a little long. So next yep. week, listen in, because we are talking about the 30 games that we'd want to play on a PlayStation 1 Mini. Uh, and I crowdsourced the entire list from the Podcast Beyond group. There's some really good games on here. Yeah. And... A couple of very strange ones. So if you saw the NES Mini and you were like, Ice Climbers, that game's trash. Well, oh, there's, there's some, some garbage on this list, too. weird ones. Cool. Yeah, but there's like also it. some really good ones. Mm-hmm. So. All right. On yeah, that note, we'll uh, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Alana is Charlonazard. Brian is Agent Bizzle. And Marty is McBiggity with two Gs and two Ts. Friendly reminder, please, even if you're not like a big YouTube person, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is yeah. YouTube.com slash anyway. IGN Beyond. <laughs> we're having fun on there. You're getting weird deleted scene stuff that you don't normally see. Uh, we want to be the most subscribed show at IGN. So. Do the password to log in? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, we can, right, we can just, get you Let's analysis. just get weird. And yeah, we can do whatever start, we want. Like, we, can, yeah. we can get out some Crash Bandicoot plushies and just start, be like, do a live action Let's Play with animals. Uh, we can literally do whatever we want. Yes. Well, not literally. I don't think that's true. Kill someone, literally yeah. anything we want. I don't want, want to kill Asterisk. someone. What we not everything want. we want. Anyway, watch all of our Comic-Con coverage this week. Because we're going to be doing really cool stuff. Yeah, if this spells a little rush today, it is because we're all going kind of insane with Comic-Con stuff. It's also so hot in here because they shut off the air conditioning at the night when the <laughs> night comes around it's hot the night? it's weird but yeah follow us for uh, Comic Con coverage we're all really excited and uh, we will see you next week alright beyond. beyond beyond the B word <laughs>